Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Praise the Process. I'm excited for this episode. Um, in this episode, we're going to start our first uh, episode in the series of Praising In. Um, it's a new series where I'm just going to be uh, bringing in different topics. And this episode's topic is going to be transitions. And I have my, my former roommate, my friend, my brother in Christ, uh, Lamar. Lamar, how you doing, man? Good, man. Glad to be here. Glad to kick it with you for a little bit, man. Yeah, absolutely. Man, I'm excited to have you on. Um, I got to live with you, do life with you for three years, and then you bounced. But you're still in the KC <laughs> area, so for sure. I'm thankful for that. And uh, just just knowing you, um, you've, you've walked through a lot of transitions, um, so that's why I wanted to have you on. And I'm excited to just dive into some of that. But first... I just want to give the people an opportunity to know who you are. So if you just want to give a quick intro, who you are, what you like to do, what you're about, things like that. For sure, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. And yeah, back in the crib. Um, and so it's good to be here. Good to be with you. And like you said, my name is Lamar Whitson IV. Um, have been in Kansas City about seven years now. Um, grew up in the middle of Kansas. Moved out here. Uh, took a job with Fellowship of Christian Athletes um, since transition and working building an organization called Game Breakers Academy. But, man, one of the things I love to do, I love to compete. Uh, you know that. We've lived together, both former yeah. athletes. But it can be board games, whatever it is, like rock, paper, scissors, driving to – I'm always trying to beat Siri to my destination. <laughs> so I love to compete, dog. Yeah. Um, but more than that, just love laughing with friends, kicking it with the people I love. Uh, we can grab a meal, cook, just be chilling, man. But love to laugh, um, love to enjoy life, love to hear people's stories, uh, what people um, love to do, man. What what gets you up, what gets you going, what really motivates you, uh, what gets you excited. Um, and so love asking good questions. One of my favorite things in the world is a good question. Um, whether that's asking that or receiving that, um, it's something hard to beat. And so, yeah, those are, those are a few things about me. Um, Love my community hard, man. Love the people I get to walk life with hard. Um, very thankful for what God has done in my life and just desire to see that happen in other folks' lives. And so thanks for the opportunity just to sit and chop, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's real, man. Um, I do I do love, like, your heart for competition, man. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm crazy competitive, too. Like, I hate losing right. <laughs> I more than I love winning. Mm -hmm. And so... I love that about you, man. I think that's what just made us friends really quick. For sure. Um, so yeah, bro. Um, you've you've been in this community um, that that you have left essentially living wise, but you still come back to this community to serve, and that that's really awesome, bro. Um, yeah. So so this this episode we're talking about just praising in transition, mm -hmm. right? Um, and in my previous episodes, I'm going to be explaining a little bit more of just what it really means to praise. Um, so if you haven't listened to that one, please check that one out. Um, but this episode is, we're talking about praising and transitions. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I just want to give you an opportunity to just talk about the last three ish years, um, and just some of the, the big transitions that have happened in your life. Yeah, for sure. And you, you've definitely had a front row seat to some of those, definitely. um, change has been the consistent factor um, in my life the last three, four years. And Man, like I tell the boys I work with all the time, everything that happens um, is an OTG. It's an opportunity to grow. Um, we've definitely had plenty of those, man. And so thank you for walking with me. Um, but yeah, about three years ago, um, the end of this month, um, end of May, I don't know when this will show up on your stuff, but the end of May um, in 2019, my father 
um, passed away in a car accident. And so that sent our family uh, really into a new season immediately, very abruptly. Mm -hmm. And so I have three younger siblings, a younger brother and two younger sisters and my mother as well. And so, yeah, when that happened, there was a lot that, that changed for us immediately. And so as with any circumstance unforeseen in life, you just have to adjust. And so previous to that, I had been, like I said earlier, with Fellowship of Christian Athletes, had been employed with them for about five years. And for about a year or at least six months, had been contemplating a transition into a new vocation, um, just being able to get more specific with discipling young men through sports. And so, um, yeah, had been contemplating a decision, um, and then that happened pretty abruptly. And so kind of had to put that on hold um, while I began taking care of my family due to the nature of the accident. So was spending a lot of time back home with my mother and my sisters being a caretaker. Um, and that was something I was taking care of a lot of boys and discipling boys, running, 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 coaching multiple sports, training, um, building volunteer base. But, like, you know, family is first. And so when you got to do what you got to do, you have to do that. And so was glad to be able to create the flexibility in my life to be who I needed to be for them. Um, but that, that changed very quickly. And one of the things, again, like, I would say to anybody going through transition, whether that's a chosen transition or a transition that's kind of uh, just happens to you by nature, be willing to adjust, be willing to adjust. And if you um, get lost in that, one of the things I think is very helpful is being able to name and identify your priorities. Mm -hmm. Because if you have a thousand priorities, if you have 15 things you're trying to prioritize, you're not going to be able to do any of them well. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that was one of those things. I had to look at the work that I had. I had to look at the friendships I had. I had to look at the relationships I was investing in, the hobbies I was spending my time on, the situation with my family, and be like, man, what's most important today? What's most important in the next three months? Mm -hmm. And then be able to walk from there. And so one thing I would say to people is when you're in transition, as any other season in life, be be very intentional about naming your priorities and then spending your time accordingly because time management is something a lot of people talk about, but you can get lost in very easily. You can spend your time doing nothing, um, but to be able to priority, priority management, I would say, is more important than time management. And so in the season of taking care of my family, there was a lot going on. I was still coaching some, um, grateful for the school that I was working at and grateful for the organization, giving me flexibility to be back and forth as things started to stabilize with my family. Um, but as that happened, um, had a bigger hand on things and um, things were improving with my mother, improving with my sister, becoming more stable. I had some of the freedom to do those things I had been doing, start building again, but also really was feeling this urge to transition into helping another one of my brothers build a nonprofit called Game Breakers Academy that's very specifically designed and built to invest in young men in the city um, and help them defy expectations through athletics, through leadership development, through educational opportunities. And so I was really feeling the urge to begin building there. Um, but at the same time, I was like, man, this doesn't make sense. Like, I've got all this going on, um, but really feeling that urge. And, and man, through prayer, mentorship, and other guys in my life really challenged me just to be obedient to God, I was like, okay, like I'm gonna make this jump, uh, regardless how I feel, regardless the discomfort, and did that. Um, and God has been faithful, man. And through that, things were messy for sure. It wasn't ideal, but again, like it was an opportunity to grow, and I continue to grow in the habits that I had to be able to maintain both of these things and build mm -hmm. amidst these things, amidst a lot of travel and different things. 
was able to grow as a man, grow as a brother, grow as a son, grow as a mentor, grow as a professional. Um, and so this transition definitely um, grew me in my faith, seeing God provide repeatedly, seeing him mm-hmm. show up repeatedly when it didn't make sense, when it wasn't ideal. Um, and then as that process went, um, some things were not well in my family just through the process of grieving. Um, different people made some different decisions. And this time last year, um, our family made the decision for my sisters, my younger sisters, to move in with me. Um, and so I had to transition from living with you uh, and our other homie T um, out to another home um, mm-hmm. and then where my sisters could move in. It would just be a little bit more stable environment for them. And so made that transition, moved into one house, stuff fell through, had to move in. Um, and all that stuff is chaos, right? Like some of the homies pulled up. We got our stuff settled, and then like three days later, I'm sending out another group text like, yo, we got to move again, yeah. and, and I'm really grateful for people to continue to pull up despite inconvenience um, and do that, and so that was about a year ago, and since then, like, I've been taking care of my sisters, um, and they've been with me, and we've built um, our own sense of a home, right, and some days that looks different than it does other days, but to be able to build and transition from a role of solely a brother, solely just a support system to being a provider for them in a lot of different ways along with again investing in a lot of the boys that i'm investing in who have unstable environments as well um it's been crazy but again when we speak about opportunities to grow Mm -hmm. it's always an opportunity to invite people into family and so the circumstance that my boys are in being able to invite them into the home that is ours that doesn't look ideal Right. And whereas many of their situations, they wish look differently. We wish our situation was different at this given time, but it's not. But that's an opportunity to, again, trust God and make the most out of everything. It's an opportunity to praise in the process. Like you're Mm -hmm. saying, like these things aren't necessarily things we would choose, but our present reality. And so our opportunity is to trust God with it and make the most out of it. Right. And so being able to continue building, continue building a home, continue to building an organization, continue into deeper relationships and provide opportunities for these young men to defy expectations, it all just merges together when you choose your priorities in the right way. And mm-hmm. so that's where we are today. Um, I'm kind of a brother dad, a mentor to a lot of folks, uh, leading the organization here in Kansas City, working with my partner to really get that off the ground and start going. But yeah, like like you said, transitions are real, man, and transitions provide lots of opportunities for different things. They can um, transitions can make or break you, honestly. Yeah. Um, and I'm grateful for a great community that stood with me amidst a lot of chaos, a lot of moving pieces, um, mm-hmm. and just been rocking with me. And to see God be faithful through it all is something I'm really, really grateful for. Yeah, yeah, that's good, man. Um, thank you for taking the time to explain those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to I do want to kind of backtrack on some of the things that you did hit on for sure. Um, because I think there's so much that we can learn from from like your your transitions in those things. Um, and the first one, man, um, you know, I, I I was I was there whenever you told us about your dad, and mm-hmm. and we got to just like pray and process that. Right. And um, man, you were you were in in the time of transitioning from FCA. You were wanting to get into game breakers. Um, man, you're you're in this role, and you still are. You were then, and you still are in this role of just like you're you're looking to lead people, and you're kind of giving your time, you're giving your resources, you're giving your faith. Um, but then to lose someone that that close to you, right. like what's what's happening in your mind, what's happening in your heart as you're as you're now trying to like process this transition, 
of losing somebody, but also you still have these people that you, you're caring for. You know, so what's that? What's happening in your faith at that time, and what's happening in your mind? Yeah, for sure, man. That's a great question. Um, and I think one of the things abruptly that happens is like, what's next? What do I need to do right now? Yeah. What's my next move? And like, because you have to take care of like urgent needs first. And yeah. so that was one of those things. The first couple of weeks, I was just like, go, 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 everything, family. And like, honestly, and this may be good or bad, like, I didn't care what anybody else thought was going on or like work didn't really matter at that point. I was like, I can figure out how to get a check if I need to. Like, obviously, there are things that I would desire to be doing, yeah. but I'm like, just up front like i have to take care of this this is kind of what it is but then being removed from that looking and i think my fear was definitely that i was gonna have to start doing something i didn't want to do Mm -hmm. um like i'm somebody who very much is encouraging people to live in their passion fight for your passion do what you want to do make a way for that Uh, but internally i was beginning to become really fearful that I was going to have to drop that of mind to prioritize these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was scary. I was It was something I was willing to do. But in that, I was really checked by some of the people close to me and be like, man, like, is your faith in God big enough to believe that you can have both? That you can prioritize stuff with your family, but you can also live in what he's made you to do. Like, if you truly believe this, like, why would he not provide a way? Like, mm-hmm. if you're seeking to honor him, seeking to live for him, seeking to do these things, like, why is your faith in God being wavered in what he can provide for you i'm really grateful and i feel like one of the gifts that god has given me is faith because like during this transition i'm grateful that um i know a lot of people do struggle with and i have empathy for people who struggle with like man where is god in this time like mm-hmm. is god who he says he is because he allowed this to happen to me or he did, did god do this to me yeah. and i'm grateful that god and the holy spirit just really kept my heart in a way that was like man like regardless of what's going on in my life god continues to be who he says he is and i'm not gonna put my situation on him or blame him for my situation um instead like he was able to keep me and i'm grateful that i truly do believe that that's a gift um but also we see that throughout scripture right we see that so many times like all the disciples were in different places like we see throughout the old testament different tragedies that happen or different circumstances that people find themselves in and and god is generous to allow us to question him uh, i don't know that i'm brave enough to do that often <laughs> um but man he's generous to walk us through those things and so um being challenged by my brother to have faith for what i felt like god had put inside of me was the biggest challenge i faced during that time not necessarily who god was but could I still walk in the purpose that I felt like he had for me? Yeah, that's good, man. And and it, I, I think it's safe to say that a good chunk of uh, of the, the student athletes that you do work with maybe don't necessarily come from a faith background. Am I mm-hmm. right in saying that? Yeah. And and so um, maybe maybe to them or maybe to a listener that that isn't coming from a faith background, like how would you encourage someone that that maybe went through a job loss or the loss of a loved one or they're they're running around and they tear their acl mm-hmm. you know what does it look like to encourage them to maybe someone that faith isn't important to them how would you for sure i think for anybody the one of the most important questions in life that you have to answer is who are you or who am i yeah. and because if who you are is attached to what you do or what you have to offer people it's a very dangerous place to be in because like you said like if you're an athlete and then all of a sudden because of an injury you're no longer an athlete who are you 
what do you do what do you have to offer people if you're somebody who is in the service industry that could be community-based nonprofit-based church whatever but if you provide a service to someone for a living and you can no longer do that or you lose your job who are you when you wake up like do you have intrinsic value that you believe that you are worth living that you are valuable just because of who you are when you wake up in the morning that's yeah. the first question i would challenge people with is like can you answer the question who am i aside from what i do um and then the second piece of that is what do you lose by being grateful like, what do you lose by being grateful? And the Bible challenges us to rejoice always. Um, and so that's a little bit of scripture. But the question I would ask people is, what do you lose by being grateful? Mm -hmm. If you wake up in the morning pissed off, if you wake up in the afternoon pissed off because you worked the night shift, like whatever it is, like if you wake up anytime and are pissed off, cool. Are you going to choose to be pissed off all day? <laughs> like yeah. that's, and that's just not a good way to live. And so I challenge people all the time. Um, what do you lose by being grateful? What do you lose by fighting for joy in your life, regardless of your circumstance? Because circumstances will hit. Like it's a guarantee. And how you respond to that is, is extremely important. And having people around you to continue to point you forward, um, to point you towards hope. Because, um, yeah, you can easily lose yourself in those things. And that's not to say you can't be depressed, that you can't have a bad day, that you can't have a bad week, you can't have a bad month, that you're not in the midst of fighting for those things. But to not be able to find anything you're grateful for because you're choosing not to is a really dangerous place to be. And so I would ask anybody, like, when you choose to express gratitude for things, your life will change. Gratitude yeah. is such a weapon for a more joy-filled life. Yeah. No, that's good, man. I think that's something that I've been incorporating in my life. You know, faith is very important to me. The, the listeners probably know that already. Um, but something that I even wrestle with is just like negative thinking mm -hmm. or just like um, or just not like planning or whatever. So like I have learned to just kind of like practice gratitude, um, as, as you're kind of saying, just yep. like waking up and saying, what are the things that I'm thankful for? And, and they can even be even like the simple things of like, I just woke up in a bed. 100%. You know, I, I have a car outside, that even though it has dents and scratches on it and <laughs> half the bumper is gone, like it still runs. Right. And, and so I think that that's good because, um, like you, you don't necessarily have to have a faith mm -hmm. to at least practice gratitude. Yeah. Um, the hope is that, that you do get there right. you, you get to through gratitude mm -hmm. and through questions and curiosity and through faith mm -hmm. that that god does show up in, in that person's life but yeah. um that, that's, yeah. that's good advice man i think you make a great point there and one of the things i tell my boys all the time because when you make a mistake you get really frustrated right and it's eat like naturally we think negative mm -hmm. naturally we think negative and so i tell them like coach yourself instead of listening to yourself because you listen to yourself you beat yourself up yeah. man you messed up a game man you're a failure man you're this like you can't get anything right mm -hmm. but a good coach not every coach but a good coach yeah. is going to speak positively to you and like hey this is what happened this is how we fix it this is what happened this is how we fix it you're good you got it next up next up yeah. next up and so always be looking for an opportunity to learn from it and grow from it learn from it grow from it but yeah coach yourself instead of listening to yourself yeah. the, the crowd is always going to boo but a good coach is going to lift you up and tell you to move on to the next play that's good so um yeah i just want to move on because we're we're getting closer to the end but uh um good stuff so far and so one thing i want to hit on is you've you've taken on the role of a of a brother stepdad <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah so so you have you have two of your younger sisters in the same household again mm -hmm. um 
what are you learning? What's 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 happening in that in that transition right now? Yeah, learning gentleness and patience, dog, <laughs> for sure. Um, you know me, I'm somebody who very much is like just a truth teller. Like I would much rather somebody confront me and tell me they're upset at me, they've been angry with yeah. me because I did something wrong, than to like try to deal with that for months or years and then me find out later on that I had offended them. Yeah. Like I would much rather deal with the confrontation. And so like I'm somebody who is like if there's confrontation to be had, like let's engage in it so that we can move forward instead right. of like letting stuff swell. Um, but man, the babies are gentle, um, and so that's forcing me to really pause and think through what's the gentlest way i can still tell the truth so that we can accomplish things um and be able to get through the conversations we need to have um but in a way that is extremely loving extremely gentle and then patience um is another one because it's like dog like there's a lot of things that they're trying to process there's a lot of things i'm trying to process and if we don't do that individually and if we don't do that in a healthy way it's really going to clash and create unnecessary conflict there's times where you have to address conflict um just for the sake of well-being but if we're patient and we think through decisions a lot of that can be prevented and so one of the things just being patient with growth being patient with mistakes being patient with love being patient with healing um and then gentleness man is just like being able to um, process hard things and then things like man you got teenage girls like Stuff is going on already. Girls are mean already. Like, at school, like, that's crazy. And my sisters have gone through tons of transition. They lost their father. Mm -hmm. They had to move places. They're in new environments. And so being patient with them and giving them the grace to say, hey, like, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not know what's next. It's okay to just be confused. It's okay just to be angry it's okay to be frustrated and just to sit and not have a solution yeah. that's one of the things for me to be gentle yeah. and be patient is to not always have an answer but just to be with and i think that's one of the things as we're in transition we can be reminded of god he's with us yeah he's just with us he doesn't have to fix everything today he's working things for our good unfortunately the way that we see good is not always the way god does god tells us i'm with you i'm working on behalf of you and the way god sees good is our sanctification becoming more like him as opposed to just having a solution or into the season we're in and so yeah these challenges and these transitions have helped me just be willing to sit with god and be reminded that he's with us in whatever he's not leaving us he is providing for us in the best ways possible regardless if we see that today that's good man that's good. And, and ultimately, um, as I'll talk, as I talked a little bit more in the previous episode of just like what what praising means. And, and I asked Lamar to define this and what what his definition of praising would be. And that's just hoping in God regardless, like regardless of what's happening, whether that's you just got a promotion, you got a raise bonus, whatever that might look <laughs> like. You just got married yeah. um, or it's it's still praising in the, the loss of a family member or right. getting let go of a job or having to switch jobs in the in the midst of a pandemic or something like that so right. um that's good stuff man um i do i do want to give you an opportunity um as we wrap up here just like you you've mentioned you're now in this new organization ministry called game breakers um what does that look like how do people learn about it how do people support 
mm-hmm. um, whether that's just through a like on Instagram or financially, what does that look like to support Game Breakers? For sure, man. And thanks for that. I appreciate the shout out. Um, so yeah, Game Breakers Kansas City um, is the organization that I'm helping build and trying to provide opportunities for young men in the city to defy expectations. We know anything, statistics, um, young black men in urban environments have a disadvantage. And we can we can talk about that for multiple episodes, um, but their circumstances are stacked against them. This world is not, not really in favor of their success and their opportunities. And so we're trying to build an opportunity for them to defy expectations. And, and our niche is to do that through athletics. So we're building relationships through sports, identifying young men who have athletic potential, but will probably drop through the cracks if not grabbed a hold of and given great training. And so helping them to train them, train their bodies to be able to maximize their athletic opportunity to go get an education, to go get opportunities that they may not have had before and hopefully for free. We're leveraging that aspect. But education, so we're prioritizing growth in the classroom. We want to be A and B students. We want to graduate on the honor roll. We want to do those things. But education goes so much farther outside the classroom. So connecting with other men who look like them to speak in to their lives about the careers that they're in, about the families that they've built, about the ways that they've traveled, about the different things that they've had that our young boys often don't even have an idea that is realistic to them. Mm-hmm. And so that's a piece of education, helping them explore their own city. We're going out to coffee shops. We're going to different restaurants. We're doing things that tourists do that these cats are just down the street from but have never experienced. And so those are all educational opportunities. Yeah. And then leadership development that is foundation, this foundation is in faith. And so we're teaching these young men different habits to be successful, different things that you must embody as a man to be a great father, to be a great husband, to be a leader in your community, to be a great professional. We're doing those things. And then laying a foundation for them to have the opportunity to experience who God truly is, to experience the love that he has for them. And so those are our three pillars of how we're teaching young men to defy expectations, athletic education, and leadership. Um, And you can find us, the best way right now is at Game Breakers Academy KC on Instagram. Um, Follow us there. We're trying to put some content out showing some of the stuff we're doing, building a better website right now. Um, But if you're interested at all, um, hit my email at lwitson. L-W-H-I-T-S-O-N at GameBreakersAcademy.org and we can talk about financial giving. We're a grassroots nonprofit, and so raising funds, anything we do with the boys is coming from people's generosity and so trying to build that more and more as we're leading into summer programming Um, and so if you are interested in partnering with us and seeing change in the lives of these young men for generations to come, man, we would welcome that. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And, and all these things will be listed in the description, your email, the Instagram account, um, those types of things. And I won't put your phone number out there. <laughs> Appreciate it. Protect so, the digits. Yeah. Exclusive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have 17 ladies hit you up. Um, no, man. But, DMs <laughs> go through Victor. <laughs> no, bro. I, I think, I think um, just to kind of wrap it up, and, like, I really appreciate the way you defined praising of, of just, like, hoping in God regardless because – um, one thing I'm hearing you say just throughout this whole episode, but also just the, what, I, what I've seen you like model in your life, it's, it, it's, it's a simple phrase, just show up. Mm. And, and that it's, <laughs> it's cool because like in this week, in the past two or three days, I've been talking to other coaches, um, you know, you're a coach, I'm a coach, um, and just this idea of just showing up, maybe not necessarily having all the details or all mm. the future plans, right. um, or maybe you, you don't even know how many athletes are going to come. 
you know, especially with the, the demographic of kids you're working with, right. you don't know who's going to come. Yep. Um, but you just show up. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I appreciate about you, Lamar, is that you're someone that regardless, you just show up. I appreciate that. And, and so that's, I, and I think that's, that's a lesson to the listeners too, as they're maybe considering their transitions. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it is that race or that wedding, or maybe it is a loss of right. a job or a person right. in their life. Like, the idea is just show up yeah. um, regardless. And so I just want to leave that for the listeners. I just want to encourage you with that, that Thanks, you are man. someone that, that just shows up um, regardless. And, and I love that about you, bro. Um, well, that's it, guys. That's that's all on this episode um, of Praise the Process. And I hope you join us next week.